Welcome to a pre-recorded Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. I'm John at a discreet location somewhere out there. I'm JD. Stand by. Once. Continue the show. I'll return momentarily. The sec- the- Just give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue on while we wait for JD. I'll explain to our audience what's going on. See, we ended our last episode and we normally take the holidays off and we didn't say anything about that. And I said, oh, we should go do Aquaman. It's the last DCEU movie. It's But it came out at Christmas. Warner Brothers was like, screw you guys. We're going to make you work on the holidays. So on our break, we're just coming together to do a quick... We want to talk about the big news article that, that came out that affects the MCU. And we want to do a quick review on uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So... That is what is going on here, boys and girls. You can see it's pre-recorded. We're going to be streaming this like it's live, but obviously there won't be you won't be able to interact with this. I hope everyone out there is having a wonderful Christmas time and is enjoying it with their family. And if you're finding time to watch this, thank you. So, unlike I'm, us, <laughs> how, how, how are you guys doing? How was your Christmases, JD? You can go first. How was your Christmas? Dude, I'm a dad. I don't have a Christmas for me. My Christmas is like, what does the kid get? What did he get into? So it was great. He had a he loved Christmas. He said the best Christmas ever. Santa brought him a Nintendo Switch. Oh. So he was super fired up about that. And he got some other cool things, some Ninja Turtle related material. His grandparents bought him a damn motorized scooter, which I don't know how the heck he's <laughs> supposed to ride that thing and not kill himself. So that's wonderful. Other than that, man, they're wearing break right now, halfway through the school year. Yeah. Cool. And then, but I don't have a break. I have wrestling just about every day. We have a tournament, kid JV tournament at our school tomorrow. And then we have two straight days of tournaments the following two days. <clears throat> then we're going to see the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra before, perform the soundtrack to Back to the Future while watching the movie. I'm very much looking forward. That's how I'm spending my New Year's. Yeah, and then more wrestling. I'm freaking busy, man. This is, this is not a downtime for me. Yeah, I know. I, I think we've all been busy. John, you're in an undisclosed location. Are you in witness protection for Christmas? The O'Grady Bunker. Finally, yeah. It is the O'Grady Bunker, a.k.a. my sister's house. (laughs) And like JD, I haven't had any real time off. I had to wrap 84 gifts for all my nieces and nephews. Did you literally Um, buy them 84 gifts? You're so literal with things that now I imagine you actually bought them 84. No, no, I number when I put the the sticker on the gift... I, the to and from, I also put the number there so that I, I, I don't lose any gifts. So I know I've given them all out properly. And uh, yeah, I, I got up to 84 this year. I have no idea yes. how that happened. This is one of the reasons we love you, John. I'm Santa. See, but, most people say I bought 84 gifts for my relatives. They're just being hyperbolic. It's hyperbole, right? Yeah, they're just yeah. saying that. But with you, and I would have assumed that for anybody else. But when John says I had 84 gifts this year, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, there's a good chance he actually bought 84 gifts this year. So I had to ask. One of the one of the gifts was for my my nephew Connor, and uh, he did a three three D printer, and so he printed this out. What is Hinges it? Hinges and Hall. Oh, 
It's one of those things, one of those, I know the audio people aren't seeing this. It's one of those things where there's eight squares and they're hinged in just the right way where it can just continually fold on itself. Yes, yes. Right now he's upstairs trying to print all the pieces for an F-22 and a Stinger missile. So I'm sure that's going to go well. He's ambitious. So, Better than yeah. a clock. Yeah. But no, like I had to drive to Connecticut. I had to wrap all those gifts. And then I've just been visiting people while I've been here. I'm exhausted and I'm starting to lose my voice. <laughs> my voice? No. It's not like Peter Brady or Bobby Brady. Whichever Brady yeah, yeah, had. Yeah. It was Bobby. It was Bobby. Yeah, it was Bobby Brady. Oh, yeah. 70s <laughs> reference, people. Yeah, that's been about it. Oh, and I was forced to see this. <laughs> I, went, I went to this movie. I took two of my nephews and my sister's like, sure, it's been a while since I've seen a movie. I'm like, inside I'm going, oh, God, she'll never see another movie again. <laughs> it's like, <Man>. So she went. <laughs> I saw a great movie at, over the weekend. It was not the one we're going to review, though. Yes. Yeah. So I saw the movie here at my sister's place. And anyway, and now I'm here. And I, I'm, I'll i be home this weekend. And I, I'm glad we're not doing a show because I'm exhausted. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to see that. I, I know that all the episodes are out of What If. I haven't even been able to see that. Me neither. Yet. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Dave, sure. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. I understand what you're saying, though, because, like, I had I spent most of the weekend wrapping presents, make getting everything ready. I don't know if I literally had eighty four gifts for everyone. I almost didn't fit myself into my car. I have to drive three hours to Connecticut, and I almost didn't fit myself into the car. And then, you know, when you're in a when you're uh, kids are older and out of the house, and then you're you know in a relationship with. Another person who has a family and their own thing. Yep. My Christmas started at, I got up at 7, had to get a shower, get everything ready, wake my son up, make sure he got ready. Then we went to my daughter's and exchanged gifts with the, my grandkids and all that stuff. Had breakfast there, then went to my mom's to have dinner and exchange with them and all that stuff. And then I got to go to my girlfriend's. And spend the night, and I'm not off from work this week, so I brought my work laptop with me and had to get up and do some work, and then she brought me home in time to record, but we didn't record last night. My <laughs> bad. That's not me. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just like, but I'm glad we didn't, because I was still exhausted by the time you do all that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I can't wait to hopefully be married to her one day and at least stay in the house for most of the day. <laughs> wow. So. That's the first time I've heard you say the M word in regards yeah. to her. That's wow. Well, is been she watching? Years. Does she know? How long has it been? Two years. Wow. Wow. We've been doing the show for a long time. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. crazy. Yeah. The thing is, she's not ready. She's got a lot of, she takes care of her mom. She can't, and she doesn't want to get married and move her mom in with us. Good decision. <laughs> my so. parents did that with my grandfather. Wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, well, one day. But yeah, no, it was. But it was good. I got this for my daughter. If you can see it behind me, this. Oh painting. wow! Look at that. What is it? I see Spidey. Oh, who's it by? I don't know. It's not signed or anything. I think it's just a print. Oh, normally I. Say you you would have gotten it from Greg Horn, but that's not a Greg Horn. I can tell his work. No, you can see a, you know a Greg Horn when you see one. So yeah. I'm going to figure out how to hang that behind me so that it's part of the background going forward. So that was exciting. And then got a lot of clothes for my girlfriend. 
think she's trying to tell me she doesn't like the way I dress. I don't know. That's exactly what it is. But having said all that, I'm curious here, you guys, because I've been thinking about this, and everyone thinks about this stuff at this time of year. You got any New Year's resolutions that you want to... I, had, I got my physical today, and you probably shouldn't go to physical after taking your kid to Chipotle. Because you can <laughs> now with an extra five pounds it is in yours by a doctor's like, hey, you're heavier than you were when we did this two years ago, so you got to drop some LBs. And I'm like, it's not bad, but he's like, probably heavier than you are. Should be. And I'm like, yeah, I knew it. I got this. Like, I don't drink. I don't have any vices, but I really right. like pop. And I'll go through spurts where it's, I'm not drinking it at all, or I'm drinking it way too much, and there's no middle ground. So for me, it's like, God damn it, now i got to count calories and what? Because I don't, like I said, I don't eat that bad. But man, yeah. I can pound some sugar if I'm not, again, right after Christmas, worst day possible to go in. So I got probably about a good seven that's not real. But at the same time, like, I, I know I'm a little bit thicker than I need to be. So by the state series, I'm hoping to drop, which is in mid-February, hoping to drop about 15, so... That's my, I'm not a New Year's resolution guy, but when the doctor says, hey, you should do this, I'm going to say, okay, and I'm going to. Yeah. How about you, John? Anything you want to change for the new year or accomplish or? First off, since I met my sisters, I probably got about 12 pounds that aren't real because (laughs) instead of the frozen stuff that I normally eat because I'm single, I've got my sister who's a master cook and just everything she cooks is amazing. And she cooked all these cookies and oh my God. But as far as New Year's resolutions go, I don't know. I want to make a resolution to finish my book, but I've made that one before, and it's really hard, and work gets in the way a lot. We'll see what happens. Here's the thing about resolutions, is that, like, they're hopes, right? You can't yeah. set resolutions. You just have to do shit. And if yeah. my doctor appointment was in May, I'd be doing, saying the same thing, but it was happened to be December 27th. I'm like, I got to do this. And it's not going to be a New Year's resolution. It's going to be, like, well, this is a thing I got to do. So I think that when you set this, okay, the New Year is my excuse to do this. It's not real, right? It's this phantom thing that you've coked yourself up. Like, you cooked yourself, not coked. That's be a different thing altogether. But you've cooked yourself up. <laughs> Here's a New Year's resolution for you. <laughs> yeah. I have to lay off the Coca-Cola, not the cocaine That's my problem. So that's the thing is you've got to say, hey, I'm going to do this thing and like really make like lifestyle changes. And it's like you got mm-hmm. to commit yourself to thing. But like John said, we're saying real weight. Like there's like being a wrestler. I know what real weight is and what extra water weight and carrying a couple. Of, if you just if you change your diet up and just bring in a bunch of extra calories, your body's just going to hang on to them for a couple extra days being like, I don't know what to do with all this extra shit you just put in me. So yeah. like the holiday weight is it is like the pounds will go up, but it's mostly water weight you're retaining. Right. So it's not like real weight. Like you can feel the you can feel the water weight too because you feel bloated and you feel like like you just don't feel right. But then there's like that real weight that you know you got to take off, like, and that stuff you just you feel it. Like you just know it. Like, I'm, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit heavy. So especially when it comes to like health stuff, like you just know it. But like, if you want to do anything, like, if you want to be, if you want to finish your book, John, just finish your fucking book. I, I am now in the process where I haven't read. I here's the thing about like a, a overactive imagination. You can't turn it off. So I haven't yeah. had this, these. I haven't had these things to to put my imagination into. So consequently, I'm just going crazy. I'm having conversations with myself or with people who aren't in the room or the dog. It's <laughs> goddamn. I got to do something creative, or I'm going to lose my freaking sanity over here. Astro will feature prominently in your next book. He is the best listener in the world. Yeah. In the car, <laughs> he sits in the front seat, and I just talk to him. And he's that's right, Dad. I, I get it. He just nods, and I'm like, yeah, man, you're good at this. The last two dogs didn't give a fuck what I had to say. 
Oh, appreciate this one. Dave, how about you? What are you thinking about for the Are you doing are you subscriber to this resolution thing or are there things you want to be different? You're talking about the big M, so maybe There there are things I want to Yeah, that's something I would like to do. But there's things I want to accomplish in 2024. Starting with what everyone says, obviously I lost a lot of weight and then I've put quite a bit of it back on. So I just get back on the wagon, getting back to the gym. You were a machine when you were when you were doing that stuff. You were a goddamn machine at the gym. Yeah, that's one thing is definitely get back into that. But the other thing I've been thinking about a lot from a personal standpoint is I want to record like an album and or like a demo of because I've been in bands and I've and the stuff I wrote the new intro and everything and it's like sorry. love that thing. And I, I have a collection of guitars and all this musical equipment, and I record stuff here and there, but I haven't disciplined myself, uh, t- talking about writing, to sit down, and that's what I've wanted. It's why I got all this stuff. When I sit down and I have at least five songs that I've always had, that I've floated around with different bands and stuff that like I've never recorded with people, I want to record them and just have a demo. Even if no one else ever hears it, Like I know that I did it, and I have them. So. I like yeah. it. And then for the podcast I'm working on is I would like us to stream live our audio at the same time we do our video. And I have to use a third-party tool. I've been looking into it. So that is a goal to get that working for 2024. We would be on Spotify and hmm. iHeartRadio and all those live. That's cool. Yeah, I think that we have to look back on 2023 as the year that we changed our show format. Very much like yeah. we're a very different show than we were just a year ago, right? Yeah, For the better. I think it's a better show. I think we brought, I think we breathed new life on our show this year, and I'm pretty proud of that actually. I think interacting with the audience really has stepped it up, and we've gained followers. We've got subscribe. we've got over 7,000 subscribers on YouTube right now. It's awesome, so. man. And we didn't do anything with our channel like a year ago, right? Yeah, it was just there. We've really grown considerably i know mike and i in our show have tried to mirror some of the things that you've done to grow this channel over the last year it's been so successful like i think this has been a very good year for us as a team i think this is probably the best we've had yeah and i am going to try again at least for new york and maybe for fan expo philly to do a live panel that we'll record and then maybe we'll get you to come out at least for new york <laughs> you paying my way maybe We'll see. I've got I mean, a lot of tickets. I'm a whore and can be bought, so you tell me what you were, where you want me to be, and I will have bells on. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And the only other thing i got going on right now, John and I were talking. I wanted to talk about that real quick. Me being a what whore? What if? Oh. No, what if? I, it's related to you being a whore. And I've, I've watched the first three episodes. <laughs> John has watched the first episode. You refuse to watch it because want. you don't like the animation style. Nope. Oh, and yet, doesn't, it doesn't count either. This Marvel gives me enough shit to watch. Now they're telling me I have to watch something that doesn't count. Fuck you. And then I've given technically crap. a lot of stuff doesn't count now because and then I was, of what we're going to talk about later. I was given crap <laughs> because I didn't like the animation style of the Turtles movie. Yeah, and no, I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> All right, as long as you admit it and you I know acknowledge it. it. I, I live there. I I know what I am. The difference is the the animation style of the Turtles movie was no no. It's horrible. It's awesome. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. It's so weird because I loved the What If comics as a kid, but for some reason, this show, like everything Marvel TV just feels like homework. And it makes well, and me it's not want to do it. It's because it's, there's so much of it. It That's is. Why it you think yeah. 
you sit there and say it doesn't count, but yet Captain Carter, who was in What If, was in Multiverse of Madness. But that she whole... died. I didn't need to see What If to know Peggy Carter could have been the suit. I was able to decipher that very quickly. Yeah, I know, but it was fun to watch the What If and see the origin. She didn't like. Idea. She didn't like it. She was very unhappy about what happened. Dude, nobody liked Multiverse of Madness. It turns no. out maybe Cumberbatch. Yeah, maybe. Although they really do shit on... Because remember the end of, of Multiverse of Madness where he's, the third eye comes out and you're like, oh man, very Raimi ending. And uh-huh. then he's like cool with it in the post credit sequence. He just yeah. you know goes and follows the hot blonde into the portal, which I get. But like... <laughs> yeah. like I'm just saying, I'd do the same thing. Actually, he goes, follow me. I'd be like, okay. Like, yeah. what, what do I have better to do? I will do that. So well, They're going to go fix an incursion. So. A, that is a which euphemism, never... my friend. <laughs> Like when are we going to see? Where are we going to see that incursion years from now? Right? Yeah, well, yeah. She, they Nobody will care about that. Nobody cares anymore. Like they, they interviewed Shirley Stern, and she's like, "I don't have a contract. They haven't told you anything." It's like they just dangle a hook. Dangle a hook. They dangle like a, a worm-ridden hook in front of us, and then they're like, "Yeah, we have no plans." Everything used to be so tight over here, and now it's just everything's so slapdash. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about that in a second. But on that note, there's no social media madness this week because. You know what? It's the holidays. I'm giving these guys a present. But if you want to follow us, go to our website, all that stuff. Here's a good friend, Don, to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Do you want to be part of Social Media Madness? Go ahead and head on over to SuperHeroSpeak.com. You'll find all the links you need, episodes of the show, comic reviews by Chris, and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, you can also check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45 Baby, So Wizard Podcast, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All-Stars, and you're not going to be disappointed. Make sure that you are commenting on our Twitter articles. Could be a poignant comment, could be a stupid one. Either way gives you a chance for Dave to possibly mispronounce your Twitter handle. All right, I've rambled on enough. Let's head back to Dave and the gents on Superhero Speak. I'm angry and you mispronounce things. John gets well, off like freaking... Well, okay, so... I'm a nice guy. I'm going to tell you that... His um, testicles just dropped, apparently. I'm a nice guy. A little behind the scenes for me. I'm not. Don almost, Don almost filled in for you tonight. Oh, then he turns anyway. But then he said, oh, I didn't see the movie. Oh. <laughs> he, still, he still could have come on and had a better opinion. I torrented um, this movie, to be fair. I'm not, I did not go to the theater to see this. I'm like, I could not be bothered to pay money for this excrement. When I look at that video, though, and I think about he had flooding in his basement. Yeah. That's where he set up. I'm what, did he lose any of his collectibles or any of that stuff I hope on not. the walls? Question. So. Don, did you lose that stuff? Let us know. Because yeah. he had some good shit in there. Don's the whole reason, like, Don was my inspiration for trying to level up my video game. I'm like, I would look at, I would watch Don's commercial every week. And I'd be like, which one of you two has the degree in film? Like, he's got real lighting <laughs> at a good angle. And you're sitting here with a freaking, uh, the FaceTime camera pointing at your ugly ass wall. Like, I would see that and I would feel like shame. So Don like, shamed me into being better at my job. So I appreciate that, Don. That's, that was a good 2023 thing, too. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I just realized that bunch of tabs open. So do but, I. Uh, he also did say that he's getting ready. He's ready to come on. He's going to try oh, to record another one of those for us. And this time, I'm sure he will pick one, John. 
good. <laughs> About time. We need a new commercial. Speaking of new commercials, did Randy Wait, give us one? Before you before we get to that, while you're here, don't forget hit that subscribe button. Click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us when we do go live on Sunday nights at eight thirty regularly. Usually, um, usually not not this week, obviously. Um, but yes, I have another Christmas present for you guys. Randy actually sent us two. Here's the. the we're not going to play both of them, but here's the first one of the two that he sent. I cannot wait for this. If Some podcasts are like this. In middle school, you get taught photosynthesis, right? Yes. And like ecosystems and shit. Hundred percent. Shit that don't really make sense. Makes sense, but it's too complex. I think they're. I think they're lying about the rain. Lying about rain. Yeah, I don't think that. What is to lie about? I don't think that the rain. There it is. I don't. <laughs> what do you mean lie about it? I, where it comes from? Clouds. Exactly. That's it. Correct. I don't think you come. The rain comes from the ocean, though. What are you saying? <laughs> what? Is, what are we saying right now? You get me? I don't get you. Okay. I don't, Neither did your science teacher. I don't think that you know how they say that the rain sucks up into the clouds from this ocean. That would be evaporation. That's not real. That's extremely real. Maybe. There's no maybe. It is proof. Real. No, I'm saying that it doesn't. That doesn't. That's not the rain. Because the ocean would run out. No, I'm not just saying stop, things to no, say it. Talking. No, I'm not. Stop talking. No, I'm not saying things to say it. Stop talking. Think about it. So when it rains, where does it go back? The concrete and the grass. There's more concrete and grass than ocean. Hey, how? <laughs> Think how about much, it. How and some podcasts are like this. But is lemonade juice? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you? Are we really doing this yeah, right yeah. now? If you add anything no. to water, it is no longer no. water. No. So listen, I'm just saying you go to somebody's house and you're like, I'm thirsty. I would like some juice. And then they come back to you and Unrated. they give you juice options and they go, oh, no. When I asked for juice, I was hoping you had like lemonade or something. No. Yeah. If they gave me lemonade, if I wanted juice, I'd be like, thank you. Wait, Wait are you calling Minute Maid? Yes. Can you tell me, is lemonade a juice? Minute Maid is a juice. Yes. Thank you very much, ma'am. I okay. appreciate it. Have a great day. <laughs> All right. According to the and you're going to tell a company that they're wrong. Minimane, you're going to tell a company that they're wrong. Probably made more money off of lemonade than any other place on the planet. So I rest my case, Your Honor. Thank you, Your Honor. And only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. You got your mouth free, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like the tape, (laughs) by the grace of God, comes off your mouth. You were the only one privy to this knowledge. Should you a wait for him to leave and try to devise a plan to get the fuck out of there or B whip everyone up into a fervor letting them know that they're all going to be connected ass to mouth and just start crying he's going to stitch us up he's going to stitch us up and then you hear all the muffles you hear them all just go ape shit just like because apparently no one saw this movie but we all heard about it oh he fucking oh man he ruined it like everyone lost their minds and cause they were like saving their energy <laughs> everyone, everyone was just wiggling on the ground like fuck no you are now listening to call 45 this is beat em down and i'm random randy savage find us on all your podcatching apps like podbean or spotify and follow us on twitter instagram and facebook or just go to www cult45podcast.com also check out our youtube for that sweet video content cult 45 the only podcast that puts hair on your chest after these messages we'll be right back 
Merry Christmas. There's a human centipede reference for you. Don't now you can just forget you ever heard that. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot going on in that commercial. Yeah, um, the first part. Go for it, man. Wow. Okay. Go for it. Dumbest motherfucker alive. I said every time Randy puts a commercial out. The man, first, there's not, in fact, more grass and concrete than... Ocean. No, because the earth is 70% water. I, one doesn't even need to know the statistics. One just need to look at a globe. Mm. Just look at a Wait, globe. you think the world is round? No. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, two, le- lemonade very clearly a juice. That guy's right. When you add something to water, it is no longer water. Mm. It is something very simple. Now, there may, the FDA may have something to say about what is considered actual juice I, and what is considered a mix or something. I, I'm sure they I have technical know. terms for it. I, it's not water, though. It's oh, yes. I, no, but you know what? I can get the point a little bit. I'll give her a little bit of leeway because you're adding oh. water. You're adding sugar as well. It's not just lemon juice and water. You're also adding sugar to make it more sweet. You add sugar to every juice. Every single juice we've drank has is chock full of sugar. Unless you natural, make yourself. Natural. Not no, even just any kind of. What if you fresh like these oranges? Sugar. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm talking about cane sugar. I so, think well, it, no, they have the glucose. All, all, sugars. Yeah, all juices have and sugar in it. All natural sugars. Sugar, not, lemons not have your, natural sugars in them too. But correct. You're, add, but yes. you're adding sugar as well. Right. right. Lemonade. People add sugar to lemon because it's a little tart for them. Yes. Right. Okay. So if the you squeeze, juice. if yes, lemon. So just say, if one were to squeeze lemon into water, one would have lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Right. They would not be. Yes. It would not be water. That I mean, it'd be watered could, down lemon juice, but it's you still. You could lemon call juice. it watered down. You could call it lemon flavored water, but it ain't water. Is my mm-hmm. point. Third, we're starting to sound like that. Podcast. We're starting to sound yeah, like that. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! It's like it's abort, like abort. it's really like when you surround, you surround yourself with idiots, you start talking like an idiot. Third, I can't believe they subjected themselves to the human centipede. Two. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Two. And there's yeah. three as well. Oh, but. there's more. Oh, hmm. but, but see, the thing is, that's, that's what they do on Golf 45. No, I get it. If they I do one it. bad movie, they've got to continue this. I know, but that's, it's the human. I can't bring myself to watch the Human Centipede movie. No, I no. can't do it. Like, it's just a concept. It's just a concept. And it's, I don't, like, as much as I like horror, right? I hate torture porn. Mm. Yeah. Because torture porn, there's no story. It's just watch these people suffer. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, where's the, that's not fun to me. Like, there's no plot. There's no story. There's nothing really happening. It's just like, I, you're no one to root for. There's no real stakes. It's, oh, that guy's going to shit in his mouth. Oh, and that's a gag. Uh, it's the gag. People are going to shit in your mouth. I'll tell you something. Back in the 80s or 90s, I forget which, there was a, a set of video tapes that came out called Faces, Faces of, of Death. Death. Yeah. Yeah. And those, that's when I realized, oh, no, this is not for me. I never want to see anything even close to this again, ever. Here's the, here's the thing about Faces of Death, John. It's a work. Mm. It's a work. They're fake. They're not real. I know, like, but it was still enough for you for, for, to, oh, yeah. to let you yeah. understand whether or not you are into torture. I agree. You're right about that. But that's the predecessor of the works of Eli Roth and stuff like that. Because, yeah. again, I think his movies suck. They're not great. Actually, you know what moment broke me in Inglorious Bastards when Ingl- when when Eli Roth killed Hitler? I was out. I'm like <sighs> bridge too far. That's a bridge too far for me. When Eli Roth killed Hitler, I was like, I can't. I can't I, I, they've lost, Quentin Tarantino lost me. It could have been anybody else, but I can't stand Eli Roth's movies. So it's just like, okay, I'm out. All right. Speaking of shitting in people's mouths, are we doing oh, Aqu- are we doing Aquaman? No, we'll, we'll oh. do, let's do the one major news story that has come out since we last were Did- together. There is something else I want to inject. Just one other news story, a really quick okay. one. 
You have but, to romance. John, at least romance me before you inject me. Come on, man. Oh, I'm praying out loud. <laughs> but before, do, okay. But first, do I do it before or after Dave? That's it. Was well, uh, Dave oh, Jesus, guys. You can inject first, John. No one's being gentlemanly. I like sloppy seconds. Ooh, ooh, you're, oh, good lord, David. <laughs> okay. All right. No. See, you're, you're now you're losing me. Sweet Jesus. No. All right. Look. Even I blocked on that one. The New York Times is suing OpenAI. For what? Because because open a- what's that? What specifically? Oh, yeah. for? I don't know the story. You can literally go to OpenAI and use mm-hmm. a couple of prompts to get stuff that for that was behind New York Times paywall. It looks oh, like yeah. OpenAI has trained on literally millions of New York Times stories. Yeah. And and when they you knew that when, was coming. Yeah, and when you go when you uh, go to some of these companies that are specializing in generating news stories from OpenAI instead of having somebody write them. They're finding so, that these stories that are generated what, have literal part. They, it's they're little Frank, literally Frankenstein stories about a specific okay. subject that are taken from the New York Times and then Breitbart.com and then CNN and then Newsmax. It's really and it's and the logic's jumbled and none of it can be verified and of course it's written by OpenAI. And here's my question. Sounds like some of the paper. Sounds like some of the papers I read in class sometimes. Continue. Here's my question on that, and I'm being completely serious here, and I get to a point, because New York Times and the Philadelphia Inquirer and a lot of the big papers now have a paywall. If you want to read the full article... They've had a paywall for a long time, though, New York Times. Pay for a subscription, where, you know, and it's ridiculously expensive, too, what they want for these... It really is. 20 bucks a month. Yeah, that's ridiculous for New York Times. Especially when most news you can get for free, so why would I pay you? But well, yes. they want to pay their staff. They want to pay the people that work there. And you want investigative they make, journalists. They you know? make Otherwise, more, you don't get good there's news. There's no such thing as investigative journalists anymore. But y- Yes, there is. There's no, such hold on. But here's the thing with that. But they make way more money on advertising than they do on subscriptions. That's a that's a proven fact. I don't like if 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 it was free, they would get more people going there and it would make tons on advertising. Here's the thing. What's the difference between OpenAI learning an article and repeating it back to someone versus you read an article on New York Times and tell it to JD and I. Like no, we're not I, making money. That's what it right. comes down to. Yeah. It's literally New York Times wouldn't care unless somebody was making money off it because people are like we're seeing this all the time now, right? These these clickbaity sites, right? That's all done with open AI and they're making money by with yeah. ads and shit. That's where it comes yep. down to is you're stealing content that someone's making money on. That's the difference. Yep, and those clickbaity things, they just make sure they have a special algorithm that makes sure that the title is very catchy or, or, or controversial, which makes people click on it. And then the thumbnails are always going to be either a hot woman or a car crash or something that people <clears throat> are predisposed to saying, oh, I want to see what happened. And so that's and I am on the side of, because I do think the one of Facebook the worst... Facebook is littered with that crap. One of the, oh, worst, yeah. one of the worst things that the AI thing is doing is stealing art and regurgitating. We've talked about that. Right. So this is the same basic idea, but my, it, it, I don't and that's know, why I brought it up. Yes. I just don't know. I'm curious what the grounds they're using for the lawsuit and then what, you know what I'm saying? Because the, they're, st- they're still going to do it after the lawsuit. They'll just make sure that they train the AI enough to change it enough that they're not saying the article word for word and you can't copyright news. So, I'm just curious what's going to happen with this lawsuit. It'll be interesting. Yeah, and 
Yeah, me too. But here's the thing: it's gonna it's gonna come down to how much business. What's gonna be? Who is business gonna back? Right? Is business gonna back OpenAI or is business gonna back what already makes money? So that's it's gonna be interesting. And yeah. I don't have the answer for that question. <clears throat> yeah, but, this, but this the thing is that to watch. if if it's left the way things are going, and they don't rein in OpenAI and the other AI generators, like we're going down to a very dark place. Both with artists, with information and everything, because going back to your example, Dave, if I read a New York Times article and I told you about it, I'm giving you information. Granted, we're still playing the game of telephone, but I'm relating to you the factual information that an investigative reporter went out and found and collated himself and then spent time putting together with all of his knowledge and all of his degrees in, in literature and all that stuff compared with... OpenAI spitting out an article to you that is a mishmash of some parts from New York Times article, some parts that were fake from a new Newsweek or a, a, a Newsmax article, some crap from Fox News. It's you're not you're going to get something you're, that is going to mislead you're, you. You're worrying too much about the politics part of it. It's not just the politics. That's it, not politics. Point, that's actual fact. But what, the, the, what, prob- the what, problem being that it's also from behind the New York Times paywall. That's what I'm saying. That's what New York Times, I'm sure, issue is, is that they're taking stuff from behind the paywall and, re- and spitting it back out. Where I don't know. I, I don't understand. I'm not sure where that's going to go. I don't know how a judge or a jury would. Well, it's very easy because if I tell you about it, I've told one person when they use the generator to spit it out, they're spitting out an article with a catchy title that's going to be clicked on by a whole bunch of people on Facebook. We're going to figure out. They're going to make money off of that. Court is going to decide if AI is plagiarism. We've had this debate openly, but now it's going to go to a court of law to decide whether or not artificial intelligence which is not really art we call it artificial intelligence not really artificial right. intelligence. no it isn't yeah no it's that's a misnomer but they're yeah. going to decide if open ai is plagiarism it's, it's only a matter of time before this is going to happen well it's going to it's going to be based on copyright law it's going to get I mean, it, it isn't going to be based on copyright law. it's going to get kicked up mm-hmm. to the supreme court and that, that is one of the issues too and i think Artists, this should mm-hmm. be baked into stuff like that is they should have it a the, the open ai should have to cite references that's mm. probably or pay money yeah. And this hits JD too because they're his books are digitized, right? You can buy them on Dude, my Kindle. Books get, my books get stolen all the time anyway. Like I remember because right. I'm a egomaniac, I was doing some frosty notes. I, I was look doing some Googling and I found dude, I found someone trying to sell my book before I, one book of mine before it was even done. I'm like, I'm not even finished with this thing and it's available on this dude's site. Like yep. people steal stuff all the time. It's just that yeah. like I said I to- I'm guilty. I torrented the Aquaman movie because I didn't want to watch it, you know. I'm a bad person for that. Like here, we I are. I saw something uh, was either yesterday or today that was that made it click in my head. And these AI programs, the, the music AI, the writing AI, the art AI—it's all stolen. It's no, but it appeals to the person that doesn't want to do the work, mm-hmm. right? Because the it's idea like, man. There's the, there are these people yeah. that there are people that will go to artists, musicians, writers all the time and go, I got the idea for your next book. I got the idea for your next piece of art. Mm-hmm. Do this. Mm-hmm. And they want the other person to create it for them. And they mm-hmm. want to be able to say, this is mine. Which, no, because you didn't do the work. But here's, now a computer will just spit it out and they can go, this is mine. Okay, here's where I'm up two minds on this subject right now. Because like we were, t- I was teaching... As a teacher, and I teach graphics and, and video content and stuff like that. 
Photoshop and Illustrator this year, Adobe, has released AI programs, AI prompt programs as part of what they do. So we did an assignment this year and on we did the tutorial basically that Photoshop gives. And I had a student that refused to do it, right? She said, she's an artist. I'm an artist. I'm not going to do it. I said, that's cool. I respect your stance. You're getting a zero. It's a five-point project. I'm like, who cares? It's five points. Yeah. But I can't give you a zero because it's the same. Then I could tell the dude who's sleeping because literally sat next to the guy who was sleeping in class. I said, then I have to say that then I have to like not give grade him the same way. This is the assignment. I respect your stance. Part of making a stance is you got to deal with consequences. Embrace your zero. She got an A in the class, so don't worry about it. I am of the mind that when you use AI and do something with it, then it becomes something. Right. Because if I tell AI, if I'm in Photoshop and I say, give me an eagle and it gives me an eagle. And then I go ahead and tweak that eagle and reset it. Because, again, what's the difference between AI and what Photoshop is, which is compositing? Because all Photoshop does is you're taking elements that exist somewhere else and, re- and rejiggering them to you come up with something new. Right? That's a similar stance. I'm of the mind that if you just take AI and go, then you're not doing anything. But if you take, why can't AI be a tool? that you, that an artist or a writer or someone right. uses to create from there. I think that's where it is. Cause I've used AI to mess around with some book covers and stuff like that. And I added my own stuff. I tweaked it. I was able to refit to, to reshape it. I don't think I'm stealing any more than if I were to, than if I were to Google something on Photoshop to or do something in Google, if I were to Google an image and work, from there right it's more work it's less work but the whole idea of computers the whole idea of engineering is to make things easier i that'll go down to what the legal definition um, what they think the legal definition is of transformative work agreed agreed so what does that mean that's the ultimate question is what is transformative work because again i'm of the i'm I'm, this is my stance right now and this i think would be controversial in my communities is i'm not a fan of, of because I tried this actually, I tried to do some AI with a short story and it was ass. And I'm like, this is going to wind up taking me just as much time to rewrite everything as right. it would if I just wrote the book myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, in my book covers and stuff like that, I was, I messed around. I was, sometimes I was able to pull out some decent results. Right. So I'm of the mind that if I'm, if I can take what AI spits out and put my own spin on it and use my own skills to, level it up then why can't i do that why can't i use that as a tool here's the thing here's the thing on your side of it yes that sounds reasonable but on the side of the person who came up with the original art that trained ChatGPT to give you that eagle that and and was done without their permission that 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 their art was scanned without permission that's a problem that's the problem and is it a problem greg Okay, is it a problem when Greg Land traces porn to make faces? Is why like I'm saying like what's the difference between Greg? I'm, I'll call out Greg Land because everybody knows Greg Land is a notorious swiper and has been for decades, right? He traces imagery all the time. So what's the, is it just because he's putting more effort into the lifting of it? Like people have been tracing for decades. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the, that's training and tracing are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm, not, uh, when it, not when it adds the watermark of the original work into Dude, what you have. Knows, anyone who knows how to use Photoshop can get rid of a watermark. I know. But again, I, un- I understand what you're saying. But wouldn't you like to be in charge of your own books and be able to give permission instead of having that permission abrogated by somebody who just throws your work into the JGBT mix? I agree with that. There should be now. There should be some things that are... Sure, take it. it should but I mean, be, it should be opt in, not opt out. Well, I agree, and I don't. I don't disagree with that. At the same time, 
art in and of itself is thievery, right? Andy Warhol is famous for painting a fucking soup can. What? Would, come on, dude. Lift, like, that's just lifted. Like, that's not... You could sit there and tell me... True, art, but not, that was one artist with his... That was one artist with his skill doing that. This is a machine that can pump out a billion different versions of then it, what and if, people will make money off of that without having any skill of their own. But you can. But why not? Now again, if you're just taking the the AI work, sure. But if you're doing your own stuff to it from then on, why is that a problem? Why right, is it a people, problem? That's not what they're doing. They're just pumping out the books and the art without adding yeah, no anything to it. Are people actually making money off AI books? Are people actually making money off AI music? Like, ask, is there ask, money for this? Ask Amazon. Okay. They, 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 how you, know how hard is, you know how hard it is to sell? This is an argument that falls real flat for me because I work in the Amazon space. Do you know how hard it is to sell one book on Amazon? And Amazon right. readers, here's the reality is Amazon readers are super discerning. If they don't like what you're doing, they're not going to come back for the next one. Oh, so yeah, maybe but, you but, can sell a lot of them at first, but you aren't going to get that. It's going to, you'll have a peak and then it'll crater. So you're yes. not going to compete with Stephen King, man. But this, no, yeah, but they're not trying to. This is an economies of scale thing. If they can pump out 20 books a day without, without any effort and without any cost to themselves, they can make money off of that by people buying the book, realizing it's bad, but they've already bought the book. You That's can't the, return the book. You're, that whole argument is predicated <laughs> on the idea that it is easy to sell a book on Amazon. And I am telling you from personal experience and hard yeah, and work, it is not easy to sell a $2 book on Amazon. Yeah, I also think like you would have to then keep changing the author name because of... Yeah, they, but that's what they do. That's easy. That's not hard. Yeah. But, I mean, but you have to sell the damn thing. So you have to have the perfect ad copy. You have to have the perfect cover. There's classes. Like there's, I have not mastered this. I put okay. out lots no, no, of no. books, and this is not yeah. easy. And I get right, it, economy of scale. But if you've got 100 books, but you like, who's to say anybody buys any of them? But that's just the point. If you can put out 100 books a day, one of those may sell. Maybe you take Maybe. two or three days and you put out 300 books, and then, yes, you're going to make – a couple of hundred bucks off of that. Oh, if you can not, keep that John, going, you're, you're going to make a lot of you're money. You're not going to because Amazon is an algorithm that relies on people recommendations. This recommendation book, engine. Completely I, I get it, system. But, there's most readers won't buy anything unless there's literally hundreds of reviews. But they're, they're, it doesn't matter because you're just looking for those matter. first time buyers that are saying, I'll try this. There's no, I'm, and I'm telling you, as a living proof, it is very difficult to sell one book. And if you try to game the system all you want, this is not a problem. I'm telling you, this is my world. This is not a problem right now. Can I, ask, I let me just, well, it, let it's, me it's just, a problem okay. enough. Oh, hold on one thing. It's a problem enough that Amazon had to put in, implement a new rule that says there you can only rules. post four books a day. There are rules. <laughs> that should tell you something. People are <laughs> trying to game the system, but people have been trying yeah. to game the system since KDP became a thing. There's no guarantee that you can sell books. There's no guarantee that just yeah, no. releasing a thousand books into the ether is going to get one of them to sell. It doesn't work like that. They don't need like, right. it. They don't need, right, right. They, John, it's insulting. It's insulting to me to hear that all one need do is put a book out and people are lemmings and will buy them. Except for you, JD. Like, it's super hard for you to say because you're dumber than... No, no, I'm not, I'm not that's saying what, that. what it is, John. It's the idea that all you've got to do is put it out and some idiot will buy it. And if you put yeah, out, yeah, but, but they're, little, not, they're not looking for a book. They, but it's they, all they need to all they it's need hard, to do man. is all they it, need is a few people to buy one of one book. They don't. They're not looking for the book to take off. They're not looking for the book well, to be to take successful off. or anything I'm like that. Telling you, like it doesn't. This was not scalable. 
You cannot do the Richard Pryor Superman three business model to make money on these. I, I also don't not think it'll work. I don't think there are people that are randomly just buying books on Amazon. They're they not. Trust me. I don't go to Amazon and just say mystery book and then oh, there's the first one. I'll just buy this one. No, I, I mean, you no, know, there are people that do that. There are keywords okay. are dramatically important in Amazon because there are whale readers that want okay. to read something. But these people, the whale readers, are the most disconcerting of all. They're the ones who want to see did other people like this book? Is this yeah. something they always and they almost always read the sample. So if AI can put if a now if AI can put out a book that's as good as what people like me are doing, then we're all fucked because the computer does our job better than we are, and, and we're assembly we're in an assembly and line, and then we've done it to ourselves. And there's the problem because again, every day we can say AI is the worst it will ever be because it's getting because they keep they continually train it. Of course they know? continually train it, but I've been continue, like that's what. Yeah, but Taylor Swift works for a reason, man. Because she has a personal connection with her audience and she's a billionaire. Yes. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. The talented people in the world are always going to be successful because they know what they're doing. Yes. And then all the rotors that are going to be fucked and they're in the middle of the road anyway. Yeah, that's another thing. Let's Let's say someone somehow was able to successfully do this. Then they're going to want to ask that person questions about the book and he's not going to... I bet you if you put out 100 books a day, you're not reading 100 books a day that the AI is generating. You're just putting it out to gain the system. So if there's right. no real person behind it, like that's mm-hmm. nothing. People follow authors. If there's no author to follow. This isn't unique, though, to AI. People have been scamming the Amazon system for years. People have been stealing other people's books and putting different titles on there. Like there's always going to be thieves yeah. looking to game the system. And they don't last very long. Amazon's really good at shutting them out. It's not – and it's not like – and it's it, – you have to have bank accounts connected. There's a process in having a KDP account. I think this kind of stuff where people like I get I understand why the worry is there, but I'm telling you from experience, like it is very difficult to sell a single book on Amazon. Yeah. Let alone releasing so many like it just I don't think it's scalable. I seriously don't. Okay. Like, yeah. And if it's and if it is, like, you're talking about one person buying one book. If that's the system, okay. If I can't if I can't compete with that, then I don't belong. And if you're going to do that and make a living, I don't fucking care. There's a ton of people out there that are doing that right now with low content books. There's people that re-release coloring books all the time and they make a shit ton of money. Like, whatever. Like, a real artist, a real creator is going to find ways to not combat it, but to do their own thing. And I think that a lot of the, I think a lot of in the writing community specifically is a lot of panic because there's this worry that there's they're worried that there's a finite amount of money in the world and there's only so much to go around and that's not true is if people want something they're going to get it and if they're dumb enough to spend one dollar on some shit book okay whatever yeah just just remember like i said amazon did have to institute a new policy of only four books a day people are trying i'm not arguing that people are i'm saying i'm i'm arguing is it can this be successful I don't think it could be successful. Yeah, and maybe because, like you said, because of all the hoops you have to jump through to get Amazon done. Yeah, maybe it's not successful there. But if you look, if you think about art and Etsy or or, or something like that, someone could pump out a whole bunch of art that was based on somebody else's work and sell it on Etsy really quick. People still disagree with that, which happens a lot. People just straight up steal other people's art all the time. Um, And half. I saw an ad one time for a pair of shoes that had Greg's art on it, and and I sent it to him. He's like, "I don't even know what this is." It's nothing new. It's just easier. 
Yeah. And it's always been easier. Like the second we created Photoshop, people were freaking out because you could literally take someone's art and do whatever you want. If your skills yeah. are good enough. Hell, that's what I teach. That's what I'm like. All I'm making my living. Hey, anyway, to, to to go back to this, like w- one of the pieces of the suit is basically you can tell ChatGPT to, you can give it the name of an article in New York Times that's behind a paywall, and it will give you the article. That's and that's where they're going to be in trouble is if they're yeah. circumventing paywalls or if they're not. And when it comes down to money, and I think there's enough money behind these big companies that things will. There will be some type of change. It's going to get, like I said before, it's going to get kicked all the way up to the Supreme Court. So I'm very, very oh, yeah. curious to see where this goes. That's, that's just what we want. A bunch of octogenarians making laws about AI. <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do. I yeah, know. It's yeah, in this country it, it, for the last 150 years. I was about to say, in that case, I think we do, because I think the octogenarians will be more scared of AI no than, than That's than a us. good point. Old people are, are scared of change in computers, so maybe we do want those people yeah. signing on this so that people can bitch about it in 50 years. Mm. All right. There is my side quest. Sorry. <laughs> that was a big one. Yes, because you insulted JD. All right. I, didn't, I, didn't. I wasn't insulted, maybe a little. <laughs> We're going to talk about this other article. We're not going to talk about the details of the court case because... That's good. Because of the algorithm, like, right? No, because... <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. You just want an excuse to push the button. Yes, I just yeah, want an excuse. Yeah, you just, but, yeah. but long story short, Jonathan Majors is out. He was fired from the MCU because he was found guilty. He beat his um, girlfriend. Don't do that. He it's he's gone, and they have not announced what their plans are going forward. Yeah, everyone's going back and forth on social media, and there's rumors and all this stuff. Recast Kang. Which you can get away with because it's a multiverse storyline and you could have any actor play Kang or switch to a whole new villain and go to Doom or someone else. Can I, I'm, I, having just read the MCU book, great book, can't recommend uh-huh. Rod Perlman, or uh, not Perlman, the other guy. Perlmutter? Uh, Perlmutter, thank you. Ike Perlmutter. When it was time to recast Rhodey. Yeah, I was when just thinking that. Terrence Howard to Don Cheadle, his attitude was, who cares all black people look the same? That is not oh, my Christ. word, J.D. Oliva. That is the words of Ike Perlmutter, former chairman of Marvel Entertainment. I am not a fan of just recasting this and saying, ah, just put another black guy there, it'll be fine. I don't, I'm not I saying. I don't think they do it on, on that. We've got, that's, but that's we, the we've established that all three Peter Parkers are Peter Parkers in other universes Correct. and the three completely different Correct. looking people. But, but we're living in a world, this is reality, we live in a world where if you recast differently, that's bad. If you recast, you know what I'm saying? There's no way to win with recasting Kang. Just <sighs> get rid of Kang. Nobody liked Kang. Kang got beat by Ant-Man. Kang should yeah, not anything. Yeah. A bunch of ants beat him. He's done. He fucking sucked to begin with. Doom. Give us Doom. Bring us Doom. We need Doom. I want Doom. Wait, can I throw an idea at you? For sure. Because everyone says... Oh, Kang sucked because he was beaten by. That is Ant. what happened in the movie. But then you get, and then you have another actor, and there's a lot of great actors out there that they could are. play him, who then can come in and be a total badass Here's and the reinvigorate the idea of Kang. Here's my qualm with this to begin with: is Kang fucking sucks. Kang has always sucked. Kang always will suck. He's a B-level Avengers villain that has one decent story, and it's just Kurt Busiek could write anything. Right. He's not he's the fact that for the last couple of years, we've had to pretend that Kang is this top tier Avengers villain is dumb because he's never been. He's never been a headliner. They try. No, they but try. the idea of someone that can control time is scary. It is. 
but he's never been effective doing it. It's never been, yeah. there's not a lot of great King Avengers forever. It's the only good one that's in 50 years of the character existing. There's way better villains out there that we can utilize. He ain't Thanos. That's the problem. When Thanos showed up at the end of Avengers one, the world that are the collective, Oh shit. And we all knew where it was going, right? Yeah, they all went dark side. No, no, it's that. no, nobody said that. <laughs> Thanos is way more popular than dark side. Come on. Even if dark side came first. That's the reality, is every Marvel fan, everyone who knew anything about comics saw the, the end sequence of Avengers and went, oh shit, space bulls, there goes the planet. That's what we all thought. <laughs> everyone nice. knew what was coming. Everyone knew, the oh, we're doing the Infinity Gauntlet. Kang doesn't have that story. Kang doesn't have that one definitive legendary story that you could just lean into. True. Because he's not that great a villain. Whereas, Doom, we got that stuff. Whereas, Magneto, we got that stuff. There are so many better villains in the Marvel Universe. We don't need to lean into this. And it was, and I'll argue, it wasn't really working all that great to begin with. Partially because they are so scattershot with all of I their agree. properties at this point. I agree um, with you. They, they might have been able to do them justice, but they did not. Okay. They did not. <laughs> all right. So then that's, so. My, that's also my question. Changing direction now going to benefit them more or hurt them more? Are people going to go, oh, I don't even know what's going on anymore? And now they're now doom's coming in. I'm so confused. People are doing that anyway. Yeah. You're already they, there. Would they need to put out a Fantastic Four movie first before they did Avengers Five? No, maybe not. With Doom, maybe not. You can introduce Doom anywhere. Post credit. You could film a post credit sequence tomorrow and slap it on. I don't know what the hell is the next Marvel movie coming out. I can't even think of it. What is the next? Dead, Marvel movie is it? Is Deadpool? Deadpool is Deadpool's the only Marvel movie next year. Slap yeah. it in Deadpool. Yeah. If you wait, if you do a post credit sequence of Deadpool in some giant Latvian hall where you just see the that, like Doctor Claw looking hand, people are gonna go shit doom and get excited. No, they'll say Doctor Claw. Like... <laughs> no one will say Doctor Claw except Generation Xers. I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could easily do that. We got a weird blade tease at the end of Eternals, which is gonna go nowhere. Did we, did we get a weird blade tease? That didn't happen. There's no blade. Give me vampires. I'd rather have vampires than Kang at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone loves Doom, and he is a great villain, but it's I want him to be done right with the FF. I don't... Yeah. But he could be the reason why we need the FF. True. Isn't his... Or he's a Doom... Or let's steer into the skit here. There's We have this Council of Kangs, right? Amongst this Council of Kangs, there's one bad motherfucker with a metal face and a green cloak who happens to be a Kang from this universe, X universe, but it's Doom, and Doom's coming in. And now... The, villain, the heroes from his universe have to explore their way into the multiverse. And there you got your Fantastic Four. Boom. That's it. I just did it. You just, write, you just wrote something that's better than most of the other Marvel stuff that's been coming out. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, I keep telling you to call me, and you never do. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone cold. I'm wondering why. That was a Stan reference for you guys. Oh, actually, wait. He DM'd me the other day and said, can you tell JD I need to talk to him? Here's my number. I forgot. I was going to give it to you. I believe you get porn DMs from random porn bots more than I believe you get. Because who doesn't, really, to be quite honest? Oh, with my you. God. They're ridiculous right now. Thank you, Elon. Uh, and on the Tiki Talk, too. Oh, that's and, nothing but. Yeah. The Chinese government watching you there, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn, and I don't even know what decision they're going to make is going to be the right decision, regardless. They're not... They've certainly not, this has not been the best couple years streak that they've had. So I think they need something. Like I said, the X-Men was pretty damn good. Just bring in, I'd be fine with Magneto too. Just bring in the X-Men and just make Magneto the threat. Get fast I feel, right? I feel with Deadpool, we're closer to bringing Magneto in than we are. I'm fine with that. 
Yeah. I have zero. I have that's what Don suggested too. I have zero problem if they get Michael. Fa- they say, "Hey, Fastbender, here is ten billion dollars. You get to be the main villain of the Marvel universe for a wave of films." I think he'd be like, "Okay," and then we bring in some X Men. Dye his hair gray. Give him temples. Give him some of the temples. Maybe yeah. fine. Fine. That'd be great, actually. Now that I think about it, I would really like that. I would love the Magneto where it's all dark when he has the helmet on. And you can just see the eyes. Yeah, but no actor wants to have their face dark when they're performing, except for except for Pedro Pascal. Everyone else wants their face seen. Eh. Vain, vain ass people. I don't know. Has there been a superhero movie where the hero's face was covered the whole time, besides <laughs> Mandalorian? Deadpool, kind of. Mandalorian's pretty much like. Yeah, I was it. gonna say Ryan Reynolds is is the closest because he wears the makeup to have the discard. The scarred face. They couldn't even give us Spawn covered the whole time when they gave when we had Spawn. Yeah, like, we had to see Michael J. White with that terrible ass makeup for large chunks of the movie. Even Spider Man found a pretty excuse possible to take his mask off. Dark Man like, Two. That's because they couldn't get Liam Neeson back. Uh, yeah. Say. <laughs> yeah, but but his his face was covered the whole time. It was Dark Man Two Die Dark Man Die or is that I think Dark it Man was. Three? Yeah. yeah, one of the greatest subtitles of a movie ever. I you like Dark Man. That was a good one. I'm glad we re-reviewed that on the show. It was like a year or so ago. I like that movie. <laughs> so, eh, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. I'm a little... Uh... Here's the problem. I don't think... Nobody I, does. I, I don't think uh, Kevin knows either. Yeah. That's yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, that's why we haven't heard anything. I think they're mm-hmm. like... They're circling the wagons trying to figure this out. But I think, I think they need to not rush this because what they're doing right now has not landed with audiences. So rather than pushing out more content, I think they need to spend some real time and try to figure out what they can do and I, not just I, make it quick. They need to get everybody in a room. <clears throat> they need to map out the next five years at least. I think they've done and that. they need to have a plan. Yeah. I think they, they need something that builds, though. Like they did yeah, the, yeah. the first couple yeah. of phases. It needs to build. You Agreed. need to introduce characters first, then have them in this. But I also feel, and again, I hate bringing it back to this, but I do feel like they did have somewhat of a plan. I think the the pandemic ruined it, and I think they they let people just do things disconnected. Bob Chapek ruined it. Bob Chapek took over Disney and said, "We want more shit. Give us more stuff now." And so they yeah. had to rush a bunch of stuff in, like. Without and, uh, thinking, how does this connect together? Yeah. Yeah. That's the Disney, the turnover in Disney leadership. I forget. Who's the chairman now? JPEG's out. Iger. The old guy's back. Iger. Thank you. Iger, now, Iger, Iger. Iger was super creator friendly. Oh and again, all this in the MCU book. JPEG's not. JPEG's, he blindsided. What the heck is Kevin's last name? I almost said Federline. That's not Feige. right. Feige. Feige. Thank you. Jesus. Feige didn't really wasn't. They just said, hey, we're at Disney Plus. You're making shows now. And they were like, oh, okay. So they were that just got, yeah. got thrown at them. Which is obvious when you see what's happened. They well, need to come back. I'm going to have to read this book. Chapek also did some really bad things to Disney World. Chapek sucks. Like, yeah, yeah. Chapek's thing that happened to that company since they couldn't put Walt's head in Frozen Brock Block. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll just have to keep an eye out, see what they decide. Maybe they'll have some freedom to do something creative around this. And, uh, Hope so. And it'll be good. Hope we'll, so. All right, one last quick break. We put it off long enough. Our, our main topic. Half a billion people from every known species in the sea call this place home. I'm the king of Atlantis. I'm gonna kill Aquaman and burn his kingdom to ash. Sometimes not giving up. 
That's the most heroic thing you can do. We'll pick a fight. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Ready Peace 13. Only in theaters Christmas. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. Okay. So, what? 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 There, there's, there's, there's something I want to interject into this conversation about this movie. You've romanced so maybe it, You've romanced me long enough, John. Stick it in. No. <laughs> All right, real quick. Okay, let's. We did not poll the audience because I haven't been on social media in over a week. It must be one. But real. Quick, I bet you're in a great mood. Uh, <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience, the critic score was 35%. The audience score is 79% for this. Movie. They're nuts. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, by the way. That's what we're talking about if you haven't figured it out yet. There's your people that'll buy the AI books. <laughs> the movie made $126.8 million so far at this point. It was released on December 20th. We're recording this on the 28th. No, 27th. Mm-hmm. Obviously, their budget was... Two hundred and five million, so they haven't even made the budget back yet, let alone advertising. So yeah, that's that's the numbers. Let's let's go around the room real quick, and everyone can give their initial reaction. JD, to the... by the way. Oh, JD, he's frozen. Hello. We did lose JD. He's frozen today. There, there's a reference for you guys. Oh. All right. While we wait for JD to come back, what's what non-spoiler what did you think of aquaman and the lost kingdom there john there is nothing i can do to get those two hours back that bad i actually i really want jd to hear what i say but is he coming back because could really use i find it i find it funny that he like went away as soon as we started talking about this movie i I know that's how bad the movie is that uh, it's messing with our video connection (laughs) It's, it's a really fun butterfly effect it, they know that we're talking about it. they don't want to lose any more money. But then again, every YouTube video review of it I have seen has been regret. Lots of regret. I haven't um, watched any online reviews of this yet. My my base... Oh, there he is. Okay. What, was the joke about the AI too bad and that's why you jumped? <laughs> no, I think the AI found me. Uh, ah. Skynet is a motherfucker. I thought you were avoiding talking about this movie so bad, you're just like, I'm out. I'll be honest with you. When the internet kicked me out, I was like, if I can't get back in, it's not the worst (laughs) thing that's ever happened. The thing was, when you made mention about the 79% audience score and how stupid they were, those are are the people that will buy those AI. I heard your lame lame joke. Thank you. I acknowledged it, and I will acknowledge it again. Okay, so here's the thing I want to interject into this conversation, which may or may not affect some of the rest of it. And there was a post by Troy Brownfield, friend of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, he posted something from from another article. Aquaman 2, it, I'll just read it. Aquaman 2 is performing noticeably worse than the Marvels. They're both sequels to billion-dollar blockbusters, yet I don't see any hit pieces from the trades when it comes to the movie starring a man. The math ain't mathing. The Marvels, tomato, uh, Tomometer is uh, 61% for the reviewers and 83% audience score. Aquaman is 78% audio score, or 79%, and the thermometer is 35%. So, Here, 
Aquaman is doing much worse on its opening day. It's doing much worse. And yet every article you read is, it's, it's going to sail past $100 million. It's going to make up its budget. It's doing well. But every article you read about the Marvels was, it's going to suck. It's never going to make it. It's a, And it, there's no mention of the fact that the leads in the Marvels are three women, but... But there's an obvious bias, a really obvious bias. Nah, I think I've read. I I think I've seen bad. Re- there's a lot, plenty of bad reviews of of Aquaman. I also think there were good reviews of the Marvels. I, I think, but there are sexist people out there. I'm not going to disagree mm-hmm. with that. There's a lot of trolls on the internet. That's. I think that's where you hear most of that stuff. But they labeled the Marvels a failure before it even opened, saying that it was only going to make. $85 million, right? They labeled that a failure. And now... They said the same the thing about Aquaman. For, they, no, I, yeah, but the Aquaman, they're saying it's going to grow six, up 50 to $60 million. It's going to be a success. Wait, what? Here, I think, too, I don't think you're wrong with what you're saying, but I think a difference, too, is that Aquaman is a free, is also wrapping up four... Fail, yeah, and it's four failures in a row. So I don't hmm. think there's any expectations on this movie to do anything. Whereas the Marvels hadn't, no, Marvel hadn't had a failure. The DCEU has seen six in a row. No, the, before the Marvels, there was what? There, Ant-Man was, failed uh, critically, but didn't fail. It didn't fail financially. And Thor: Love and Thunder didn't fail financially. Those movies made money, just not as much money as Disney would have liked. Where the Flash was a tremendous failure. Suzanne, Black Suzanne Adam was a, and Super Black Wars, a tremendous failure. Like and it's Super all Wars. been. Yeah, Ticket Invasion was a uh, different thing. But I'm talking about specifically the DC stuff. Blue Beetle, a movie we all love, the movie everybody universally loves, tanked. Or tanked. Yeah, which doesn't yeah. make so, any sense. So if it, can out, if it can outperform all the crap, it is a win for Warner. Yeah, this is a mixture of sequel, what you call it, fatigue, a little bit of superhero fatigue. This is also, this movie in particular... The Lame Duck. Yeah, is like people are just like, why go see it? It doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. anymore. I just, but but you, you, you gotta the audience. admit that there's a component, right? There, I'm not gonna say there isn't because there definitely is. I think there's a Marvel thing too, where Marvel's been so successful. There is a female thing. There, there is that a hundred percent of that. <clears throat> Jason Momoa is also more well liked than Brie Larson. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. he's a very likable persona. Brie Larson kind of steer. I'm not saying she gives it to herself, but she doesn't avoid. She doesn't there are avoid. a lot of people that don't like her. That yeah. don't like yeah, well, her. She, a lot no, of, she, she speaks her mind. She and does politically. Speak. She gets she hit for it because of these incel guys. Yeah, like she challenges them. And when you challenge, when you challenge those people, there is going to be it's it's Newton's second law, man. Big equal opposite reactions. Like when you invite those kind of things, you're going to get that. And it but came she's to right her. Challenging them. I don't think she's. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not mm. disagreeing with you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying like there's a lot more internet goodwill for jason momoa it yeah. just is yeah. he's likable is so, it fair no but it just is so so dave to get back to like initial thoughts now jd's here my initial thoughts are every line of dialogue in this movie was either a trailer line or or a uh an action movie meme like this was there was no actual real dialogue in this. This script was written by Chat GBT. It could have been on, yes, trained uh, on Joss Whedon. Yes, it could have. It could have. So that's what I, I hated watching this movie. It sucks. Yeah. All right. So yeah, what was your non-spoiler initial thoughts, JD? I was so bored. I said I torrented this movie. I spent so much time on my phone. It was astounding to me. 
there were large chunks in the movie. I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. It was so boring. And in a the theater, I'm not going to do that, right? God, you'll get crucified for doing that in a movie theater. But at home, it's so easy to be like, what's going on Twitter? I found myself so remarkably disengaged with this movie. And I didn't love the first Aquaman. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I thought it was corny. This hmm. one's not even corny. It's just, I don't know, the rehab. It's like, if you're going to rip off Rocky 3, you better give me Rocky 3. You didn't give me Rocky 3. Because this is what this is. The entire structure of this movie is lifted from Rocky. Hey, JD, I mean, you say you can't do that in a movie theater, but towards the end of this movie, I was literally laughing <laughs> out loud. Because I couldn't help it because it was just so st- Some stupid. of the things that they were saying were so stupid. Again, and so. it was like that in Aquaman 2. Like, you cast Jason Momoa because he says silly shit. And he's good at saying silly shit. But it just wasn't... I don't know, they, man. This, it's such a half-ass effort. Do you feel they like they, him they reined him in? Or did, or did they just let him do what he wanted? No, I, I think mean, it was Roth there. So. I don't... Because it wasn't working. The script's not great. I don't think he's really as dialed in as he was. Like, it, it's just, just him. Trying. Yeah, he was... I think he has his moments in this, but it's just not... It just wasn't working anymore. This is why this universe is dead. And they like mm-hmm. him. That's why the story is about he might be Lobo. Guns like Momoa, not as Aquaman. They need to get... This is why we need a new thing. This is why they... You ever see that? Okay. You guys know about the lost season of Saturday Night Live? There's a season of Saturday Night Live. It's 1985. The cast is... This is the cast of Saturday Night Live, 1985. Anthony Michael Hall. Robert Downey. Damon. There's all these... Like, Randy Quaid. Like, there's all these, like, famous people that you don't associate with Saturday Night Live. Because the show sucked. It wasn't Mm -hmm. working. So the last episode of that season of Saturday Night Live, Lauren Michaels admits that it's a failure. The building gets lit on fire, and he's, I have to go. And he very quickly grabs John Lovitz and escorts him out. And the rest (laughs) of them are left left to die. (laughs) That's what the DCEU is, what the DC Universe is now. Right? Gunn lit the fire, and he went and grabbed Jaime Reyes and pulled him out. And the rest of it burns to the ground. Because it's not working. Like this that was a so long bad. way to even go Wonder, even Wonder Woman didn't come in. <laughs> a shame because I like looking at Wonder so. Woman. All right, I didn't hate this movie. Would I say it's one of the best movies I've ever seen? No, but I didn't hate it. But I did it's not, feel it's better than Batman versus Superman. I say it's better than all, some of the other DCE movies. I agree with that. But it was unbalanced, in my opinion. Yeah, very unbalanced. We'll get into that in a second. And it, yeah, some of the dialogue was shit. Yeah. It's shit. Some of the dialogue, some of the CGI, mm-hmm. some of basically almost everything. So, this is like, this is why Zaslov wants to merge with. Par- we should have talked about that. We didn't talk about that. This is why Zaslov's trying to merge with Paramount because they've done nothing but release stinkers except for Barbie. Yeah, that did come out last week, which was a surprise to me because... Really? He's been looking to merge with somebody forever since they took over the I know, but the scuttlebutt had been that they were looking at at Comcast, and now apparently that switched to Paramount, I I guess. I still think the problem with the Comcast is the merger would have been too big, and the government probably would. Because the Trump administration administration didn't allow Tribune and Sinclair, and this would have been... bigger than that that's because they had a gripe against them that was yeah. technically was the right the, it was the right decision but for the wrong reasons yeah but it was the um, right decision so it makes me believe that this wouldn't happen because again you you work for the evil behemoth like you know how big it, never mind that's an argument for it that's a different argument for a different show. but but i yes i your sentiment is correct yes but anyways yeah this it just feels like it's just farted out to get it done yeah. it's just like roger corman's fantastic four they just had to make it all right 
I have a note here. I my my thought after I walked out of the theater was I have a rancid. It, yeah, it had some good bones. Unfortunately, those bones were surrounded by the most disgusting, putrescent, fetid CGI zombie flesh that you couldn't even imagine. All right. I don't know if I grew that, but yeah, I can't argue it at the same time. I think we're gonna get <laughs> into spoilers sign. now. So to anyone watching or listening, if you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want spoilers, don't. That's what yeah. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> you can stop now, come back after you watch the movie if you want. But if you have seen it or you don't care about spoilers, here we go. Was James Wan trying to make a horror movie or try to make an Aquaman movie? James Wan's a horror director. So exactly. His influence a... is in. I was surprised that he was even able to make the first Aquaman movie. The like, first was... one, he wasn't the only writer, though. He had somebody who but was the, the acting writing... as a guardrail. But the writing this doesn't... one, he had no guardrail. Yeah, you're right about that. But like, it's not just writing, right? Like the whole his fingerprints while all over the movie. It doesn't feel like the first Aquaman doesn't feel like a James Wan movie. This right, very much he had other writers. Yeah, but it's not, it's not just writing. It's like the whole tone. A direct just any script can be whatever. But it's like the director's tone and his choices and his like who's going to do the production design, who's going to be the art director. Like it's all the the director's touches that make a movie. Right. And this one. Very much feels like a James Wan movie, and I don't even think he's that great of a horror director, to be quite honest with you. Because you got the uh, who are the guys from the first one, the half fish, half man, zombie creatures. Oh, the, 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 necro- one... the necro, <laughs> no, in the first one, deep, yeah, the, oh, the, tre- the trench or something. The like trench, that? Yeah. 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 You got the one scene in the movie that was like okay, and it was weird, and he's a horror director, and it's Poor like okay, Jeff John shit, yeah, and you let it go. But now it's one scene feels like it's dark and it's going to be a horror movie. The next scene feels like it's a light Aquaman movie. It was like all over the place. Tonal, the tone is all over the place in this movie. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I agree with that. And they killed William Defoe off screen. Willem. Yeah, they did. But did he, do you think he really wanted to be in the movie at this point? He was like, I, I probably read. Yeah, I, I would be surprised yeah, if he read yeah, and said, yeah. yeah, I've got better things yeah. to do. Yeah. Pass. Also, what was it? What was I going to say? I feel like there was also stuff on the cutting room floor. Obviously the one scene they made a big deal about how Michael Keaton, there's Batman was in this movie and originally it was shot with Michael Keaton. And then when they changed the, what movie was that? Flash, Flash movie. They made Affleck refilm the scenes. That was all over social media. You know, this was true. And then I saw an order, an interview with Juan and he was like, yeah, I didn't really feel like it felt fit with the rest of the movie. So I just cut it out. It was like, then why did you bother reshooting it? Told but, but he had to because yeah. he was told he had to. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> these, aren't direct, like they, these aren't directors' movies. These are studio movies. Yeah. It's much. Amber Heard used to be in this movie, but now there's just a cardboard cutout of her where somebody's moving the mouth and the arms. That's like like Davy and Goliath. Oh, yeah. No, seriously, you're right. Yeah. Well, no, no, that, that is Amber, Amber Heard. <laughs> she shit the. She really shit the bed in this performance. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have been waiting six months. <laughs> To make that <laughs> joke, she oh, no. I, that was the other thing that shocked me. Like she wasn't as cut out of, of it as I thought she was going to be. But she, but she didn't have any than... scene. She didn't have any scene oh. where she was more than like just a background character almost. One, she sucks. One, she sucks. She's not a good actress. Her and Momoa have zero chemistry. She's cast because she looks like Mara, and she's good looking. That's mm. why she's there. And she was all over the first one. They try to do this. The first movie tries to have this. Hepburn and Tracy relationship with the two of them, and it fails epically. So I think they knew that, and they tried to work her in because they wanted to do Arthur Jr. It just—I don't know, man. 
Well, also, she's also toxic. So, and, and, think, and the other thing I want to say is that it it is an Aquaman movie. It's not Aquaman and Mirror. It's Aquaman and Aquaman movie, and Ocean Master. I was about mm. to say, yeah. And this really was a movie about their relationship, about the brothers' relationship. So, Rocky like, Three. Pat Patrick Wilson was the only good actor in this movie. He was the I only one that. with good he's lines. Good. He, he's yeah. the only one that really tried. Yeah, he always, he's a pro, man. He and I think Momoa tried. I think he just doesn't have the material. Momoa is the kind of guy who needs material to work with because he's yeah. got great. He's very charismatic. It's just the script sucks. And he, but Patrick Wilson's a good actor. He's out there trying really hard, and the movie just is kind of beneath him. Even 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 Kidman as Atlanta had a good had a couple of good scenes, but they were so short and cut to the bone. That you barely got to see her give it a go. Probably because the rest of it, I'm of the mind that in these movies, the rest of the stuff probably sucks. If this is the stuff they kept, how right. bad is the stuff they got rid of? Can I say this? No. Yes. The premise of the movie doesn't make a lot of sense. No. It doesn't make any sense. Not at all. a lick. <laughs> so I'm going to kill everything with global warming. The, what? The you're, you're not doing. You're not doing the but, whole. But hold on. Pick it up, man. You're beating to the punch. Yeah. Hold on. The. I can't remember the name of the villain. The Black Mana. The, Black. No, not Black Mana. The actual. Oh, the real villain. The yeah. The dead um, king. Yeah. The dead king from the Lost Kingdom. The king Neros. Neros, who takes over Black Manta's mind because Black Manta mm-hmm. finds the Black Trident, which was voiced by Dolph Lundgren, by the way. That I like. Which is weird because the man couldn't talk in Rocky Four yeah. or in He Man, but we yeah. hired him to do voiceover. Now, what a weird, what a choice, what a career this man's had. So. And then Keith David was right there. That's the guy they should hire. He makes Black Manta collect this old fuel source. Or a Callum. Or a Callum. Or a Callum. And just burn it. It's just just burn it so that it'll destroy the atmosphere. Speed up the global warming. None of the other Justice League notices. Notice this. That's the first problem. The second problem is by the time we get to the end of the movie, it was a spell that needed blood to free the the king anyway. So why did you have to warm everything up? What was the up? point of the? What was yeah. the point of warming up the planet and melting the ice if it was a magic spell keeping them because, there anyway? Because the plot said it had to. The fact we're talking about the plot in this movie is just who cares? They don't matter. Using the like, word plot is very yeah. <laughs> MacGuffin. MacGuffin says MacGuffin has to MacGuff. Yeah. McGruffin, take a bite out of this shitty movie. And why Gruffin the plot dog? I'm going to use that someday. Oh, you, Write you, that you, down. Sorry. Other than you know the what? fact that it's an Aquaman movie, why, and, and it was a movie about him and, and his brother, but why did he have to free him anyway? Because they wanted it to be him and his brother. They wanted Rocky III. Hmm. And I'm saying, Rocky. like, he's the only one that could help him with Black Manta. It was like, but in the end, he didn't do anything that, that anybody else could have done. Yeah. Call <laughs> Super Superman. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> Henry was busy. That's the problem with this movie. It's just, it's so dumb. Yeah, it was like, and then I do feel like they tried to fake you out, making you think that he was going to actually kill off first. I was going to say Merida, <laughs> Mara, Mara, then and then the fa- his father, and then Arthur Junior. But they well, all they, Arthur Junior does yeah. die. That's why you think yeah, he's in the, the comics. That, that's the other thing, though. Every seven times. Somebody almost dies and then doesn't for yeah. no reason whatsoever. No, no stakes, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's actually going to die in this movie. Right. And, and, and Dave, going back to your point about, uh, uh, was it uh, about all the cut, uh, cuts that this has made? You can yeah. tell there's a lot of cuts because most of the beginning is all fucking narration. 
Yeah, it's, it's all narration. It's, it's like, like a Sam Spade movie. Yeah, it was all. That's that's the death knell of any movie is having that much narration. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think they did it because they cut a lot of stuff out mm-hmm. that was probably explained through mm-hmm. dialogue. Yeah, and screenwriting. When you're taking screenwriting class, they say never use a narrator. Unless you absolutely have to, it's a sign of failure. And then Lord of the Rings starts with a ten minute narration. It's like one of the greatest movies ever made. But that's like the exception that proves the rule. Right. Yeah, yeah but the first ten minutes doesn't is fine because there's like eighty hours of the rest of the movie. There's a lot so. to, there's a lot there's a lot of ground to cover before we get moving. So it makes I mean sense. director's cuts of those movies are all over three hours long and they, they don't are. even cover everything that's in the books. There's a lot mm-hmm. in the books. Yeah. So. A lot of talking but, about trees. Yeah, but in the, in this case, they're narrating stuff that you already know that that should be very easy to show about. and not tell. Yeah. And then, yeah, the idea that there was he's the king of Atlantis, but he has a council that he has to answer to was just that was just a MacGuffin too to move the story forward. Because if he was just the king, he could just say, "Bring my brother here." But Const- no, the constitutional monarchy, sir, much like the United Kingdom. Mm. Yeah, but I still think no. <laughs> I was making a joke. I still think he should have been able to just say, no, I'm the king. I need my brother for this. So, again, was I the only one that thought that the dialogue was just like, there wasn't, there was barely any dialogue in this that wasn't either trailer bait or just like what, what you, I was telling my my nephews when we walked out, I have seen, if you took all the cutscenes from one of the latest video games, it would still make a better movie than this. And the dialogue would still be more natural than like the said, dialogue in this. Like I said, it's ChatGPT trained on Joss Whedon, right? And it's just a it's great bad. example of what you're saying, John. Is Arthur keeps calling Ocean Master little brother? Mm. He didn't call him that at all in the first movie, and then he's been in prison this whole time. So why all of a sudden is he calling him little brother? It's just to build to the scene where he calls him brother at brother, the end. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but it was just like it's supposed to be some grand thing, Damn. like. Ham fist, exactly. It's so ham fisted because it just does like you're forcing something that wasn't there in the first movie. Like I, the only good thing about this is that it does wrap up all the storylines from the first movie. Other than that, it wraps you know, up the DCEU. Yeah, with a whimper, basically. The whole thing was a whimper. Yeah, it started with a whimper. It's been bad the whole time. It's been bad for a decade. Good riddance. Yeah. And, and also, the CGI sucked. There was a lot of floating head syndrome. Even I noticed was noticing a lot of it, and I normally normally don't notice that stuff. But a lot of times when they're when the hair wasn't flowing as well as it did in the first movie, which is crazy. And and part of the problem is if you compare it to like the Way of Water, Avatar: The Way of Water. Don't do you that. Know, it's yeah, I know there's no trends. But the other part is like the the hair would be floating and the face would be floating inside the hair in different directions. <laughs> and then so and there were other parts where you could see pixelation. It was so bad. So like here's what I'm at. I just saw a fifteen million dollar movie with giant Godzilla that looked real yes. as fuck. So I don't want to yeah. hear it anymore from these guys. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I saw Toho do it for a lot less and look a lot better. That might win the Oscar this year for best special effects, and it should. This thing, ass. This thing's here, gonna here, get a Razzie. It deserves here's, one. Yeah. Here's here's one of the things, and I think this is in movies in general, but like these DC and Marvel and these big spectacular special effects movies, is that the big difference between that Godzilla movie and this is care. They knew where and when to use the special effects. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas when you watch the behind the scenes of some of these movies, they're just in a room with a green screen the whole time. And then to just throw everything is no, go out in the real world, touch grass as the kids say on the internet and like film in the real world, but know where to add stuff. Like Mm -hmm. we've lost the plot. This stuff. Yeah, we think it's too easy now, and and everyone's lazy with filmmaking. Oh, just fix it in post, and then it all looks like garbage. And that's part of the reason I think it's more expensive to make to create all the environments and put the people in them costs way more money than just to add the little bit of special effects. Yeah, because there's no production design anymore. Ah, just do it in front of a green screen. We'll fix it later. Yeah. And it worked for so long that we've gotten lazy with it, and we're overworking eight billion animators to animate a table. When you just could have sat the guy at a fucking table. It's lazy. It's stupid filmmaking. And I think these companies deserve what they're getting. I hope Gunn is smarter. Yeah. He actually is. Oh. Actually, his, are usually, his stuff always looks pretty good. By, by and by, like when they brought the big crab in, was it the Digi or Brian King and then Cordax? They brought in two kings just for A, comic relief, and B, as more MacGuffins to, to move the plot along. And and the first thing I thought when the Brian King opened his opened his mouth was, oh man, they dragged poor John Reese Davies into this thing. <laughs> yeah, he, needs pay- he needs a paycheck. He's getting older. I know. But he made like, two car- he's made two crappy movies this year. He, sh- he, sh- he should be getting, play- hopefully getting residuals from the Lord of the Rings movie because... Here's a in- question I have. This is a thing that, like, one of the things that bothered me but also confused me a little bit was the scene where Arthur Jr. is talking to the fish in the tank and Aquaman gets all excited because he has his power. Is Aquaman the only one from Atlantis that could talk to fish like that? Yes. Okay. That's why. He's a mutant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a human. Whatever. Yeah. I think it's funny you have questions from this movie that you left with. I left this movie thinking nothing about it. Mm, yeah. I didn't have a single well, in my because, head movie. Because, okay, so I, we played that, I played that commercial before we started talking about it, and he goes, 12 million uh, citizens in the sea or whatever. And, like, what he even when he says it in the movie, like, they show the animals, and he talks to the animals, but yet the only person who treats them, the, the whales and the sharks and all, as denizens of the sea is Aquaman. Well, yeah. I feel like everyone else, they're just, no, they're just animals yeah. for us to use. They are. It's we've got a cast system. Aquaman is better than us. He is our Doolittle. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is there anything that you liked about this movie? It ended. <laughs> it ended. What? Is it, it ended. Yeah. Patrick Wilson's good. I like Momoa. Momoa's likable. And that's what's frustrating is I feel like this could have been a better movie, but I don't know. I just every choice has just been wrong. I'm just glad. I'm glad James Gunn is coming with this. Was making a Superman movie, filming in March, and I have highest of hopes for it. Do you know what? One of the things that bothered me the most in this movie, what the scenes when they go to the when they first go to that island. Wait, first I think they go to that like pirate den to find out where Black Manta is possibly hiding out, and then they swim there, and then they go to into the him wearing regular clothes, Jason Momoa, wearing just like big shirt and brown pants and shoes, like the amount of drag that would cause in the ocean. <laughs> I love the scene where they go to the island and um, Godzilla attacks, and then he has to get into his plane, but he can't pull the. Tra- oh wait, oh wait, we're talking- I, was I was remembering the I good just- movie we reviewed a couple I mean, weeks ago. Never I'm mind. Just, I'm just saying, like it was so like that was such a weird choice. The whole thing is full of weird choices, I, man. I, 
One of my favorite scenes is the one where the singer, the, the singing fish woman is still singing when the roof is collapsing on top of everybody and people are dying everywhere. It's like the it's like the band in the Titanic. You play when the ship goes down. I just was hoping, I, I wanted a crab that would just be Sebastian and do Under the Sea, but we didn't get that. I would have like, taken I would have taken Krabby from from SpongeBob at this point. I would have taken would have actual made a better crab. movie. <laughs> Got to use the deep, the special shampoo. No, when, when I saw the singer, I'm thinking somebody from Star Wars worked on this. They're they're trying to do that, but God, this uh, movie was so dumb. It was dumb as hell. It's just dumb. We haven't even like, really talked about the plot much because we can't. Because there's, there's no, no plot. plot. There's no plot. <laughs> it's stuff just right, because they and that was the other thing. They get to that island where the where Godzilla comes ashore and people are like really worried about it. But he's not a real size Godzilla. He's a where big, but he's not like black real Godzilla what we think of. Black Manta is burning the fuel and destroying oh, the atmosphere. And they get to, and all of a sudden we're in a we're in a Godzilla or Journey to the Center of the Earth. Watch your mouth, sir. Do not compare this to Godzilla. But you know what I'm saying. All of a sudden now we're in a jungle with giant so bugs stupid. and stuff. And it was like, why? Why, it was, why, why didn't did he call, throw that in there? It was why didn't he call the Kraken from the first movie? He's his friends with him. Why it's we turned it maybe we play a video game at the arcade, let's go jungle where you're in the where you're in the Jeep and you have to fire at all the giants mosquitoes and shit like that chasing you. That's what that felt like. I'm like, this is this movie doesn't even know what it wants to be anymore. What That's the- what I was talking about unbalanced, like all of a sudden we're in a giant bug movie. Like why the fuck not? That was I'm all so for the mid- That was all for the mid credit scene. All of that was for the mid credit scene oh. where Orm is eating a hamburger and he catches a cockroach and puts it in the burger. And that was the mid-credits scene. There was it meant nothing. I didn't even make it to the mid-credits scene. No, I didn't even I didn't, I didn't stay. I just know that it, Yeah. That was I, weird too, because they teased the mid-credits scene at the end of the movie and then showed the mid-credits scene. I was out. But the thing was, I feel like maybe part of that original reason usually a mid-credits scene in these movies sets up the next movie, and then the after credit scene is the joke. So the joke, right? So there wasn't going to be any setup for anything. So they just threw the joke in the mid-credit scene. The joke is Zack Snyder got to make a bad Star Wars movie on Netflix. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah. I think that should be the next movie we talk. Fuck you. No. Sorry. Uh, I come from. I mean, no. It's funny. (laughs) It's funny because most of the people now I have a I have a really good friend who's oh I like the movie but I think you would hate it. And then everyone else whose opinion I usually trust on this kind of stuff have all said it is awful garbage. It's consent. The consensus is this movie is terrible. And I'm like, yeah, it's a Zack Snyder Star Wars movie. What did you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's a genius. And I'm like, you're just saying that because you're his friend. It's one of those things like, oh, he tries really hard. We should know. You know how like it's- down the south they say... Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it, it's a rated R Zack Snyder Star Wars movie that was put, punched down to PG-13 by Netflix. Yeah, I'm sure there was. And, and he already has a director's cut. There is a director's cut of It's going to be in black and white and with black sidebars on the he, side. He pur- he's purposely making a, another cut just because money. He's He's got his fans that think he's great. The man speaks to his own audience. Fans. It's the same thing. It's not <laughs> us. But people like their shit. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Mm. All right. Mm. I'm done talking about this movie. Yeah, I'm so yeah, bored with this. I'm, I like. I would rather fight with John about OpenAI. 
than, than let's, ever let's, talk about this movie again. I can't think of anything else to say about this movie. It's so it's, bad. You know? It's it's not the worst. It's not as bad as Batman versus Superman because I had expectations for that. It's not as bad as Black Adam. It's, it's not as the, bad as Plan Nine from Outer Space. But it's you bad. Know. <laughs> but it's like bad. But it's it's like this should have it's actually been decent. This should have actually been a decent movie, but it's just so barf. It's just, eh, it's it just doesn't know there. what it. I think the biggest problem is it doesn't know what it wants to be. It wasn't bad enough to be entertaining. Like it. Yeah, it, I agree. It, it hit. It it kept itself just above being entertaining Black, for the wrong reasons. Black yeah. Adam has entertaining moments because Dwayne still had some quiz charisma charisma in that movie. There were parts of Shazam that I liked. This was just dumb. Eh. Just dumb. All right, let's let's just wrap it up. Then you want to give a score? Four. Wow, that's <laughs> high. <laughs> that's more than I would have given. How about you, John? Three. Wow. I was I gonna be fair. Jokes. I was gonna give it a five, just because it's not the worst DC it's movie. Not. It's just unbalanced. It doesn't know what it wants to be, and it's got a lot of. It's issues. gonna make. It's gonna make more than Blue Beetle, which is a crying shame, because that was a good. Yeah. I would, if I were folding laundry, I would stop, go over to the TV, and turn the channel if this was on. It's my. I'll it's never just, watch this again. Yeah, no. I never want to see this movie again, ever. No, probably not. I will go. I will go. I would go see Godzilla minus one again if it were still in the theaters. All For right. The third time I would see. Hey, that. you know what? The Iron Claw was excellent. Don't okay, waste your time go. with. Don't waste your time with seeing this movie. Go I see Iron Claw. I figured that was going to be your recommendation. So it will be. Okay, so I guess what we're saying there, boys and girls, is if you really want to see it, wait till it's free on HBO Max or download it like JD did. Or see a psychologist, because why would you really want to see this movie? You might want to just see how does it all end. There's plenty of porn on the internet. There's much more than this. Porn. I I don't make these jokes, but porn would be way more entertaining than this. It is. Oh, speaking (laughs) of jokes, I forgot at the top of the show. And have more plot. I, I want to be one some better plots in there. I, yeah. I want to start a new thing on the show. Darn it! I was going to do it at the top of the show. I'm supposed to start the show with this. I was going to start each week with an inappropriate joke. Oh, that's just my gimmick. Make John uncomfortable. Okay, I'm in favor of this now. No. All on. right, so this is the inappropriate joke for the week. Here's the inappropriate joke for the week. Did you know that you can tell a lot about a woman by her shoes? Oh boy, Dave's going to get us in a lot of trouble here. Warning, warning, Will Robinson, warning. Danger, 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 Will Robinson, danger. (laughs) For example, if they're behind her ears, she really likes you. Okay, Andrew Dice Clay. (laughs) No. Let me tell you a story you ain't never heard. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) All right, let's wrap this one up. Let's go around the room. Did you learn anything this week, or do you have any recommendations? And John, you can go first. I will stay. I've learned that I will stay away from Juan's movies from now on. That I don't want to go through that again. Recommendations. You know what my recommendation is? Spend time with your family for the for the next couple, the next week until you've got very little time left before work tells you to go back into the office on in January. So spend time with your family. Watch something fun, maybe the One Piece live action on Netflix or something. Something that the whole family can enjoy. Or just spend time with your family. Enjoy your vacation, if you've got one. And if you don't, try to enjoy some time off for yourself. All right. JD? Eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. Dave Matthews. 
Uh, I will recommend. I think the Bible too. I will recommend the Iron Claw. <laughs> Best movie I saw last week for sure. I legit. I'm a pro wrestling fan, so it, it, it was a movie that I feel like was made for me, but at the same time isn't because there's enough stuff in there. Where I go, that's not what happened, or that guy playing Ric Flair is awful, but the performances are so great. Zac Efron is amazing. I think he should be nominated for an Oscar. Lily James is awesome. Holt wow. McClaney as, as Fritz von Erich is, is disturbed and unnerving. Jeremy Allen White was the best supporting actor. I just, God, I love this movie so much. I loved it. I had tears at the end. Go, please go see The Iron Claw. All right. <laughs> and did you learn anything this week? No, I never learned anything on this You show. never learned anything again. Oh, All right. We, we don't educate people. I learned that Randy keeps finding the dumbest people to put in his commercials. And that's, I don't know whether it's, I should credit him or feel sorry for him. Or feel sorry for the human race. <laughs> I've already lost patience with the human race, man. We're yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I learned that yeah, James Wan doesn't know how to make a good movie or a consistent movie by himself. All right. But I will recommend, first off, I will recommend if you're watching this right now and you aren't yet, please subscribe. Click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us when we do go live on uh, Sunday nights. And I also recommend that you go to SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page, comic book reviews, and so much more. And I don't have an actual recommendation this week other than what John said. Spend time with your family. And uh, I am going to listen to JD. I'm going to go see The Iron Claw. And uh, Hmm. maybe we'll talk about that a little bit next time we're together. Oh, I'm a fan. John, go see The Iron Claw. I want to, actually I want to know what you think of someone who doesn't I want to know the opinions of people who don't like pro wrestling what they think of this movie honestly my my girlfriend does not watch pro wrestling she saw the trailer and said yeah I want to see this movie good movie so, I would love to I would love to have opinions on it. I can't last, last time I watched pro wrestling was back in the days of Randy Savage and was it Andre the Giant this movie is and, from back in the day this is right? not the Von Erich story from yeah the story one of them Carrie Von Erich was in the WWE time he was the Texas Tornado yeah huh. So, uh, okay. So it's all Ric Flair is a main character, not a main character. Ric Flair is a major presence in this movie. Rick Flair, yeah, I remember Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair, the greatest. Everyone remembers yeah. Ric Flair. Man. Ooh, yeah. All right. All right. On that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for watching. Don't let you get caught in the door. Have a good week.